0: Welcome to the Phantom Zone and now, talks. I got into arguments with people in the Phantom Zone Facebook group about this but I remember like when that movie was originally supposed to come out in January. And then people are like, oh, it's just like a giant dump month. It's going to get, like, like no one's going to go see it. Like, it's it must be bad. And I'm like, and then they moved to April. And I'm like, I think that's a far worse setting for it. Oh, like, that's at least...
1: putting it in the right, it's like right before Avengers. So you're Yeah. Like,
0: in, in January, you, it had nothing.
1: Yeah, like, what's the Black could... Panther Deadpool thing that they, February used to be the dead zone. And now that's like, a, oh, this is where you put like a movie that you're, not necessarily a summer blockbuster, but it's kind of, like, in the same kind of thing. That used to be the same way with, like, Thanksgiving, and then they had all those Twilight movies where there is no real dead month. It's more of, like, what you're going up against.
0: Well, but, but yeah, so, like, if they were to release that in January, it at least would have, I think, done a, l- a little bit better than what it ha- will happen. Because, like, unfortunately, it's also being released a week after Shazam, which... Has gotten very good reviews. It'll I, probably get a live return business. Uh, I watched get, it this afternoon. <laughs> yeah, it, it has like really great word of mouth. Like I like if I were to go tell someone to go see a superhero film in theaters right now, I would say Shazam, and then Captain Marvel, and then Hellboy.
1: Well, the thing is, also, it's like Shazam is doing the opposite of like basically every other DC film is like the perfect family oriented film, like superhero film. Like it is so geared because of the character for like younger kids. Like Hellboy is like it's like you said like it's an R rated movie so and they're like I feel like this is the like uh the post Logan post Deadpool especially Deadpool because it's like the goofy comedy thing they're also trying to do yeah and it just feels like it's super derivative and like trying to do that especially for a character that has had like a very beloved live action version and the guy who made that version won an Oscar like two years ago so everybody's like why did they get has this get taken away. I don't know. The reviews, basically, it sounds like it's, like, super convoluted, and they try to shove way too much crap into it.
0: Uh, yeah, I I haven't seen any reviews for it. Like, I mean, there. there's, like, one or two, um, like, video or, like, uh, movie reviewers I, like, kind of, like, listen to, and i kind of waiting for, like, their reviews to kind of come out about it. But, yeah, I, I'm not, like, not... I'm very kind of surprised that it's as low as it is right now.
1: Yeah, like, the one here, the headline, um... Or like I guess the sub like the subline is like Hellboy may not be U A Bull Bad but it's pretty damn close.
0: You know I feel like that's punching down. Like come on, like nothing can be U A Bull Bad. Like it, it's not going to be as good as Guillermo del Toro's Hellboy. But I don't know, man. I I feel like comparing to U A Bull Bad is just that's ridiculous. Like no movie can be a, like no major Hollywood film can be as bad as U A Bull film.
1: Oh, what was the one that he did with Nicolas Cage? And Ron Perlman?
0: Uh, Uwe Boll?
1: Yeah, didn't they do... Isn't that one of his no. movies? Where they were like uh, Crusaders or something?
0: You're thinking of uh Dungeon
1: Siege. Oh, he did Dungeon I, Siege?
0: <laughs> but I do not believe Nicolas Cage in that movie.
1: No, he was not. But there was a Nicolas Cage movie that I am thinking of that came out around the same time.
0: Yeah, uh, that's Jason Statham who was in that Dungeon Siege yeah.
1: I was thinking of Season of the Witch.
0: Oh, that's like a Disney movie, right?
1: No, no. You're thinking of the Sorcerer's Apprentice.
0: I am thinking of Sorcerer's Apprentice.
1: No, Season of the Witch is where Nicolas Cage and uh, Ron Perlman play Crusaders. And there's literally no one else in this movie except for a tiny cameo from Christopher Lee. And it's wow. like an, it's like another movie that's filmed in like some Vakia in like Eastern Europe. It's not, it's Dominic Senna.
0: Yeah, I'm looking at this guy's filmography. Like, he did California, which... Yeah, he has I mean, a ton
1: of awesome... But he has Swordfish and Gone in 60 Seconds.
0: Yeah, Gone in 60 Seconds, Swordfish, and then he did Whiteout, which is wasn't a very good uh, adaptation. And then Season of the Witch, and then nothing since. Yes, because that movie like, was... Awesome. I'm like, wow, that guy, like, burned out Yeah,
1: it, It's like the second or third movie they did on How Did This Get Made was Season of the Witch. And it's really just like, oh, this was a movie to, like funnel drug money through because it makes no sense of why it's made yeah all right but let's jump so we were talking about before we started recording a little bit about this cowboy bebop thing um i was a huge fan when it was first on like toonami way back in the day i think this cast is pretty cool like obviously no john cho and the one dude was from luke cage and i loved him in luke cage yeah the Bushmaster. bushman like he was probably the best part of season two
0: uh, yeah, I mean, I I don't know if I've said it on here, but Luke Cage season 2 is my favorite of the Marvel Netflix stuff.
1: Interesting. It's That's definitely fair. In my it's definitely in my top like the top 5 seasons, but I wouldn't say it's my favorite.
0: Yeah, like I think from like, He might top be my bottom, favorite
1: villain or antagonist. I,
0: I think it's, like, the the best amount of episode length, because it's, like, when they start shortening them up from, like, 13 to 10, uh, all the subplots and the main plots all make sense. They all tie together, and there's no, like, wasted characters or wasted scenes or wasted episodes.
1: Hmm. I don't know. I really was a fan of season three of Daredevil and season two of Punisher.
0: Actually I haven't seen those yet. Oh okay. I, they, they they got cancelled and I was like, uh eh, I I got Because it. It, no, it was like you, literally you, at time, it was literally at a time where like Netflix just was just releasing like oh, just too much stuff. And I was like, okay, like what, what am I gonna prioritize first?
1: Oh Daredevil season three just for it's like if you like D'Onofrio in season one, you get a whole season of D'Onofrio. and then the dude that plays um I don't think it's a spoiler because it's been like six or seven months. Uh, yes that's what i mean like the guy that plays that and how they play that is amazing like they actually give a character who has no real backstory in the comics kind of an amazing backstory and like reason for being and like actual motivation Mm. and then punisher season two was just like like how they decided to do jigsaw as kind of this like um social look on how Kind of like soldiers and PTSD, like, and the kind of guys coming back and how they're treated, and like the shame of everything, and like all that kind of stuff, and the drug use within them, and like was really yeah. interesting as well.
0: And I heard that, but then like I just remember that kind of stuff being brought up season one and then just not doing anything with it, and just super in me.
1: Yeah, yeah I, I know, like, we definitely disagree, you and me definitely disagree on the Netflix, some of the Netflix shows. I really like Season 1 of Punisher. I know a lot of people don't like the the one character in it, the um, kid, the one that becomes, like, a terrorist serial killer.
0: Um, okay. Yeah, like, well, I, and also, and also, to be honest, I don't know why they went back in the world well with Jigsaw. I, it's like, we've, we've gotten, like, three Punisher media things with Jigsaw as being the main villain. I'm like, can't we...
1: You say that, but I'm telling you, like, if you watch, like, how they end up doing it works really well.
0: Yeah, I, I was just like, can't do Barracuda? That'd be really funny. I I'd think that.
1: I do like Barracuda as a character. That is a very hard push to put on live action. Yeah. <laughs> <And> like, <laughs> Yeah, because, like, one of the first things I remember is, like, he's doing something on a boat and literally, like, makes a woman blow him like in order to like not kill like her boyfriend like Uh,
0: (laughs) yeah uh that's also the comic where barracuda throws a bunch of guys and frank Castle to sharks and then frank castle grabs one of the guys and then puts him in in the way of a shark that's about to grab him and like throws him in the shark's mouth
1: Yeah, because, like, a whole bunch of that storyline is Barracuda's trying to get to a baby. That's, like, Frank's kid, right?
0: That's actually part two.
1: That's the second where, part, okay.
0: Where Barracuda comes back, and he gets real fucking real.
1: Yeah, because Frank, like, blew off his hand or something like that, right?
0: Yeah, blew off his, blew off part of his hand, and then, like, did some oh. other, like, really gnarly stuff to him.
1: Yeah, I feel like he took out an eye or something. Yeah, there was, like, a yep. bunch of um yeah so like the cowboy bebop thing is cool i think it's interesting i think it's like a lot of animes is probably one of the easier ones to adapt because the hardest uh, yeah. part's going to be like the the slight sci-fi stuff but it's really like a character driven show
0: mm-hmm. it kind of doesn't have the hang-ups i think like a lot of people get turned off with anime um, yeah with all the stuff own- going
1: around with the akira thing i'm just like i don't understand why people keep wanting to make that a live action it just makes no sense it's too fucking crazy <sighs>
0: I think you can do Akira, but you have to adapt it within, like, an American story. Like, to Think of, like, Lucy, like, I, like when like, she went crazy. Like, I know that people are like, well, it's not even going to be set in Japan. I'm like, well, why would it be?
1: It, well, did you it, see, like, the base, the the synopsis that came out that apparently is the synopsis for the movie?
0: I, like, I kind of don't trust, like, any, any yeah. kind of, like, solid reporting on what that movie is until I started hearing that, like, people are filming. Hmm. Because, I don't know, it's like the same thing with like the Your Name movie that's being adapted, which I mean, I don't think Your Name was very good in the first place, so the idea of them making an American version of Your Name is like, whatever. And Is
1: that the one that's like Studio Ghibli, but it's like where they, it's like a girl in the country and a guy in the city, or vice versa? Yeah,
0: yeah but it's not Ghibli, it's uh, done by like another guy. Oh, okay. Uh, but, um, yeah, it's you know, adaptation, bad adaptations and good adaptations happen, but you know, the things that you like will still always be there.
1: Yeah. Um. I'm like kind of just jumping through some of these news things which my, the adi-
0: my, my only thing about I'm sorry the only thing about Calby Bebop I really hope is that they cast a nine binary character that's that like my only hope
1: I honestly wonder how they even uh, deal with that character because they come in like halfway through the first part of the show
0: mm-hmm.
1: and leave before like the f- four episodes before the end like uh, I of-
0: mean they leave before shit gets real
1: yeah so like, and the, and Ed is basically built for comedy. Like, there's, and I guess it's like, remember correctly, like uh Ed kind of fixes everything on the ship, right? A lot of the times, it's like a I mean, sh-
0: yeah. I mean, I also takes care of Iron and is yeah. like the in kind of like the lighter tone of the series, which it, it kind of really needs, you know. Oh because yeah. uh, I mean, well, you can't do can't you can't be dark all the time.
1: Yeah, you because know, every other character in that show is like super dark, especially Spike.
0: Yeah, I mean their backstory. Yeah,
1: mm-hmm. but it'll be interesting. The next thing I want to look at cuz you're talking about adaptations is this Adams Family 1 which has been like I've been waiting for forever to see this stuff cuz it has I like it. It looks awesome. It has the craziest cast ever.
0: Yeah, um I like that the character designs are also like a throwback to the uh like the original um show like paper Paper comics. Oh, okay. Uh but yeah, it's like Chris Therone, Chloe Grace Moretz, Finn Wolhard, uh oscar isaac nick kroll bett midler so it's like the cast is cool it like the, the character designs i think are fun i i wish the animation didn't have like this kind of like weird shine to it like
1: yeah i i see that it, it weirdly reminds me of like casper in a way looking at like wednesday i love morticia and um gomez gomez's designs mm-hmm. the most and then the grandma and lurch I don't really care for Fester. Like, he's... I get that he's just supposed to be, like, this bald... He looks, like, too Charlie Brown to me. <laughs> uh, I'm like, Charlie Brown. Yeah, is it Pugsley? It's Pugsley, yeah. yeah. He looks cool. I don't know how I feel about Wednesday.
0: I, I Yeah. I, I, like... It's, like, kind of funny, because I had, like, a lot of people on my like either my facebook feed or my twitter feed were like mad about the character designs because they're like you have oscar isaac who looks like the perfect gomez and you have him in like this animated movie and i'm like well yeah but i mean not all and not every piece of media needs to be like have fuckable characters like let let them let let, let them be ugly for, for for like this one thing
1: I'm looking more like so. Fester looks kind of like a fat version of the character from The and Me. <laughs> maybe, that's, maybe that's why. <laughs> yeah, I don't really that's like. accurate. <laughs> like he's just kind of like a blob. And I also don't know how I feel about kind of like a thick Gomez. I I, I don't know. I like, I love the original like the the live action movie cast, and Raul Julia was like fucking amazing in that.
0: I like yeah. I like at the door i i think it's like you know raw julia is not gonna be or like like can't be top no
1: like he's but he's that's because he's goddamn Raúl julia
0: like angelica houston as Horticia, perfect you know yeah. like the entire like christopher lloyd is fester perfect like everyone in oh, like, what's he her name should...
1: is wednesday um yeah as, like a kid is perfect the only yeah, person i don't remember is pugsley
0: yeah, like, cause I mean, he doesn't have like really much to do in the movies, but mm-hmm. like the original Adams Family movie is about the most is is one of the best comic book adaptations or like comic adaptations of probably all time. It's like perfect, like Lightning in a Bottle, where Barry Sonnenfeld like could kind of do no wrong because he basically did, you know, it's like in the nineties he did that, he did Adams Family Values, which is a great sequel, and then he did Men in Black, which is oh, great.
1: Oh man. That is, like, crushing the ball out of the park. I'm oh, yeah, to he me- also did
0: Get Shorty, Out of Sight, which was good. And get then, Shorty and then, is
1: great. The sequel is not.
0: And then everything fell apart with The Wild Wild West, and then he kind of just never Well,
1: that's, <laughs> yeah. like, was it Peters was in that? Or was the producer, the, like, famous, like, asshole? Oh, yeah. yeah. John Peters?
0: Pe- uh, yeah.
1: I'm trying to remember, I always mix up the first and second movie. So the first movie is when Fester shows up, yeah, and it's like his mom. Oh, and the second movie is the one with um, the Gold Cus- Cusack, right? Joan Cusack. Uh,
0: yeah, is that who it is? When, I, I I'm looking. at And Wednesday's
1: at camp, and is it yeah. Oscar Isaac is the kid at camp?
0: No, it's
1: it's, it's the it's other the, guy that I always mix up with Oscar Isaac. It's,
0: it's got to be jo- Jason Schwartzman, I think. Uh, it's, no, 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 it's not Jason
1: Schwartzman. It's the I always mix up the guy him and Oscar Isaac all the time. Cause him and Oscar Isaac look exactly Dave, like
0: David Krumholtz. That's that's the actor, David Krumholtz.
1: I'm trying to find him on the cast so I can see his picture. But he looks—he's the one that's in like Harold and Kumar. That's like they're part of the other Stoner group, and he's been in a ton of movies. Oh name? yeah, that
2: is him. That that is him.
1: And yeah, he's been in like a ton of things. I, he's like he's like a discount Oscar Isaac.
2: Oh,
0: he's in the Ballad Buster Shrug.
1: Yeah, he's been in a ton of stuff. But he's in like, he, I always mix him and Oscar Azuka because they have very similar looks. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I'm interested in seeing this show. Um, it'll be cool. We might Maybe we'll cover it in tunes.
0: Oh, this is, uh, yeah, and this is done by the Sausage Party um, uh, production company.
1: Oh, I've never seen that movie.
0: It's not good.
1: I, I feel like I knew what it was going to be, so therefore I didn't need to see it.
0: Yeah, it's, like, one of those unfortunate things where it, it, it's the same problem with Love, Death, and Robots where, or, like, to the extent the problems I have with Logan, where it's, like, oh, we're taking this this medium or this character or this idea or this forum that's usually made for kids and we're going to make it adult and the way we make it adult is we make it super trashy and filled with swears. And it's, like, I kind of want more out of my adult animation.
1: Mm. <laughs>
2: I still kind of like i would I would have preferred that it was like claymation, like a Tim Burton film, like The Adams Family. Yeah, that would have like yeah, nice,
1: that would have been awesome. That, that would have been like a honest, good. So expensive though, isn't it? Well, yeah, honestly,
0: like the character designs for this like would work way better as a like a movie than a CGI movie.
1: Yes. Yeah, because like with the clay, you get like what you're saying, like shiny. Like you don't get the shininess, but you also get like a
2: a textured look to it
1: yeah there's like a texture and there's also when things are real like you can tell like we haven't gotten past that point it's why like in sci-fi and horror movies like when they use practical effects it does it so much better still like the mix and when everything is super cgi it comes off like really shitty looking sometimes yeah so uh, i'm gonna jump to the next thing because we were talking about shazam so like i said i just watched it today and apparently they're supposed to be filming black lightning sometime or this year black Adam. black item sorry same uh, universe technically
0: yeah what uh what did you think of shiseya
1: i really dug it um yeah. it was longer than i thought it was going to be but i think yeah. it did a really good job of being like here's all of the mythos without it ever being really boring
0: yeah if if i had like a complaint i i i would think if you shaved like 15 to 20 minutes off that movie because it's about It's a little over two hours long, Mm and I think it's like if they kept it like at two hours, like it would have been great. But there are like times where I think you know, it's. I think we could have done
1: less with the montages, like the the power things. But sometimes I guess there are probably people really like those. I'm guessing, but that's like the parts where like I'm like eh.
0: And there's, like, some parts where the logical hoops of the character's reasoning, certain things, is a a little dubious, but I'm like, ah, you know, it's like, whatever.
1: Well, the one kid is basically, uh, like, Jamie Kennedy's character from Scream. Yes. Like, that's all I could think of is, like, oh, he's the guy, like, oh, I know all the rules to the superhero movie. This is what we have to go and do.
2: That's a very, that's, that's a good description.
1: Huh. And I was just like, yeah, is it Freddy? And I was like, oh, well, I'm glad they gave him the crutch. Cause I was like, I didn't see the crutch in any of the trailers. I was like, they're going to get a shit ton of crap if they don't give him crutches.
0: Did you uh, catch Annabelle in that movie? The doll? Yeah.
1: No. I'm guessing she's in one of the bedroom scenes of, like, the kids' rooms?
0: No, so the director of this movie, uh, David Sandberg, uh, his previous directed movie was that Annabelle movie from about two years ago that was, like, super well-received.
1: Yeah, it the doll, the horror movie thing.
0: Yeah, so uh, in the scene where he goes to the, um, the pawn shop, and the cops oh. go inside, like, you see Annabelle in there, and it's, like, one of those things where I wasn't even, like, kind of, like, looking for it, and I just saw it, and I'm like, oh, oh that's well, a that's, funny.
1: That's like the Russo brothers putting the stair car in Civil War. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah which is awesome, because it's in that giant set piece. Um, the only complaint I have, like, especially character design wise, is the wizard, only because, like, they kind of I feel like they kind of half-assed his look, because I like um, I really do like the actor, I can't remember his name, because it's hard Uh, to pronounce like uh, hansu jamin hansu yeah and like they're they were kind of taking directly from the new 52 version of shazam Mm -hmm. and like i wish they would have gone all in with that version of the wizard where he's more shamanistic looking Mm -hmm. than the version they went with um he
0: he looked a little he looked uh, like he was there for a day and a half and
1: they just like threw some shit on him
0: yeah, he looks a bit red fair but I thought like kind of like the idea of him being like super disheveled and on the verge of being dead. I'm like, ah, I guess it kind of works. I guess.
1: Yeah, because like, and, like ol- every-
0: and everything else about the movie is so goofy that it's like you don't
1: really notice it. Yeah. Okay. Like now, um, in the new fifty two version, he looks almost like he's um, what do you call it in Australia, the aborigine. Like he looks yeah. kind of that style, like he's barefoot um as opposed to the old like um merlin-esque like white wizard with a giant beard type thing mm-hmm. they kind of went into this like weird combo and like i didn't like the i don't know there was just part that was like the only thing where i was like oh this is the only costume that looks not great like i loved his costume in the movie i love how they dealt with it oh it was pretty I, I liked it a lot i thought like the teases they gave were great um which they didn't like, want for like oh. the black adam thing which was really awesome
0: yeah, I thought Savano was like had a really good look. He
1: oh well, it's a guy named Mark Strong, and he yeah. just kicks ass in everything he does. Like He's the Zachary, best part of Green Lantern. Yeah,
0: like Zachary Levi was like a really good Shazam. Um, Ooh, like the kid thought, was
1: good too. I thought.
0: Yeah, I thought most of the kid actors were like pretty good. Uh, the the adoptive parents I thought were great.
1: Oh, um, they were really good.
0: Um, yeah, I I thought I thought everyone was really fun. Uh, I I like that there was like a. Uh, a cameo violet uh, like, like, what, like, is are, okay, so there was, like, a scene with the crocodile men.
1: Yes. Is, kinda. like,
0: one of, the, is it kind of, like, supposed to be sobic
1: No. Or are they... It's, like, they end up in a room and they're, like, oh, there's a room for all of all these doors. And it's very, like, Monsters, Inc. Yeah. And they, like, opening right. up, yeah, they're opening up all these doors and then one of the kids opens it up and it's, like, three crocodiles playing poker. Like, the dog's yeah. painting. And they forgot I think it was more like the doors opening were showing these like the other kingdoms, like the other parts of like the yeah. world, so like it's the animal world, there's like the scary there's like a a ghost world, yeah I can't and remember. I thought, those are the I, only I mean, ones I remember them showing
0: and the really cool thing about this movie is that they have like a ton of stuff that happens in that movie that they do not spoil in the in the trailers, which I thought was really nice.
1: oh no, most of the trailer stuff is like the scenes of them dicking around, and they show like very little um from the movie of like especially like of the fight scenes cuz i think the fight scenes aren't even the stuff i really enjoyed it was more of the build, like the people like especially the the scene with the um uh, the hell you call her the social worker talking to billy and how that kind of plays itself out in the end mm-hmm. was heartbreaking and i was like this is the best part and that's where i was like oh this kid can actually act uh
0: yeah and like the the post credit scene uh the way that people get excited for like a joker a cameo in a Batman movie, like I was like that excited when I saw like a certain yeah. character show up. I, I like, thought of I, I thought of
1: you the second I was like, because they he's in another shot. They like or they show like kind yeah. of the them in like two other shots. And I was like, "Oh man, I bet John, like, when he sees this, is like, going to freak out." Because, like, you,
0: <laughs> cause I put, like, immediately coming out of the theater, I just like posted on on Twitter and in the Facebook group. I'm like, "Those, those crazy motherfuckers, those sons of bitches! They, they did it. They totally did it. I didn't think they would." Because it's well, just,
1: like, it's the stuff. smartest thing to do in case of, like stuff doesn't go well with this Black Adam movie.
0: Uh, yeah, and you know, uh,
1: or if it just what, never happens. <laughs>
0: I mean, that that might also happen, uh, but, I, you know, it's like we don't have, like, a whole lot of Shazam villains, and I'm really glad that we're doing them.
1: Yeah, well, there's, like, there's, like, a couple, Mo- mostly it's more of them, like, because they're very goofy characters, like, they're kids, so most of the stuff should be them being, like, if it's not, like, one of these three characters, it's them trapped in one of the other worlds.
0: Or it's, like, them fighting Sabic or Sobic or, or uh, I don't know, Mr. Adam. Mr. Actually, Mr. Adam has a super cool look, so I would love for if they did Mr. Adam. He's like the old robot that looks like a bullet.
1: Oh, yes, yes, yes. I know what you're talking about now. Yeah, There's a plenty of different things. I did think it was interesting how much they tied it in to the DCEU. I guess they couldn't not, like, like they had already been filmed like way before, like, kind of shit hit the fan with that. But, like, it's, like, pretty decently tied into everything.
0: Yeah um I think it's like if this is like the I mean to be honest Shazam kind of feels like what early Marvel felt like where uh you know it's like you had your Iron Man movie, your Hulk movie, your Thor movie and like some elements would kind of like work their way into it but it feels like a kind of a little bit more organic and I mean sure like the the things that came before Shazam you know, we're not great, you know, minus Wonder Woman, but it's, like, Wonder Woman and Aquaman and Shazam's now good. Like, I still haven't seen Aquaman, but I... I've I have not them.
1: either. I've heard good things, I've, though.
0: I've heard people, like, are really, really like that movie. So it's, like, you know, you're building up a really good foundation that you can do something later.
1: Yeah, it's what they should have done from the jump. Right.
2: <laughs> they weren't patient enough for that. They just wanted the money. Yep. I feel like they were, like... Basically, they were trying to strike where the iron was hot and just, like, throw out as much as possible and hope something landed.
1: Oh, which I only, like, I think that they thought the comic book thing was going to go away quick.
2: Yeah, that's why they threw out everything they could. let just, like, I, make a Justice League without a base, I which is, like, they, wrong.
0: I honestly think that they thought the brand was way stronger and way more well-known uh, than the Marvel stuff, and that's why, like, oh, we could do, you know, a Superman movie and then go straight to a Batman movie and then straight to a Justice League movie. Uh, well, they're
1: because, right like, with those characters. Yeah. Like if it would have been, it would have made more sense if they would have made a Wonder Woman movie, an Aquaman movie, a Cyborg movie. If I guess that's if they wanted him in it, and then just had Batman and Superman show up in Justice League, like the opposite of what they did with Justice League, because no one need you don't need to ever do a movie with Batman or Superman really ever again. We know those characters.
0: I mean. I think, like, also you could... Like, Men of Steel and Batman v. Superman could have been good in a parallel world where Zack Snyder was. Yes. Yeah.
1: <laughs> like, I think... No, I was gonna say a Zack Snyder Batman movie could have worked, but, like, I'm still, like, um... I'm not a huge fan. We could maybe, like, talk about this because could be our question at the end. Is, like, the hero's killing thing? I know it was a couple weeks ago when he did, like, his stupid thing, but, like, I... Like I don't know, I have some thoughts on it, and I get that like it hasn't been done. Like it's only been Batman killing people in all the movies, but like it's still like just a childish way to be like, well, what else do you want him to do? I'm like, well, we did this in the comic books. We had Asriel as Batman after Bane broke Bruce's back.
0: Well, it's also just like a really yeah, it's a really kiddie idea of like, well, how else is Batman supposed to go and like beat people? And I'm like, I don't know, man. Like
1: it's a f- it's not of- real. Write yeah. write it <laughs> like you saying how is those doing is saying either you're too lazy to come up with an idea or you're not good enough like there's always a way because it's not real you can write it it's not real life
2: well he didn't like kill like everyone he would basically just like intensive care or like brand them once he takes them out
1: yeah well like in the comics or the arkham games it's like oh he just like brutally maims people like he's not killing them but doesn't mean that they're like ever gonna walk right again
2: I mean, in those Arkham games, like there's some ca- there's like casualties. They just don't show it. Like if you kick someone off the roof, they're they're not coming up.
1: Yeah. Well, I do like in the Spider-Man game. If you do that, like if you swing around the building, they're webbed to the side of it. Yeah, <laughs> they actually like make the effort to do that.
2: Yeah, I thought that was pretty cool. There was a uh, like talks about like a deleted scene for like the Batman. That like popped up today. It was I got. I see if I can find it and I'll post it in the chat. But it was like there was a deleted scene of him hunting down like a a child, like a doctor, just like stabbing him with a batarang.
1: Is it the one where he carved the bat symbol into his head? No, I, remember, I think it was, I remember hearing there was about it before scene. it came out.
2: Yeah, I'll see if I can find it so I can like post it in the chat. But it was like he just hunts this guy down, and just like stabs him in the chest with a batarang.
1: All right. So while you're looking it, we can pop onto these actual two comics. <sighs> two comic book stories so the one i know is close to your heart John. which is uh, yeah
0: remember a couple of weeks ago when i was talking about i met someone at, at emerald city comic-con and they were like oh yeah there's like two series for young animal that are completely in the can but they they're just waiting for doom patrol to get ready
1: yeah, and that like got announced like was it yesterday is it was day.
0: Uh, today uh so young animal's back we're back maybe and uh, they have three books. Uh, one is Doom Patrol, Weight of the Worlds, uh, going to be written by Gerard Way and Jeremy Lambert. Uh, art by James Harvey, followed by Doc Shaner, Nick Kara, Beck uh other people with Nick Derringer doing all the cover. And it's like, that is some um, great artists. Uh, the synopsis for the book is Gerard Way and the World's Strongest Superhero Return. An all-new series takes them beyond the borders of time and space. Doom Patrol will go on an epic road trip around the solar system facing off against the unusual and bizarre including the fanatical uh, the fanatical fitness fiend of Planet Orbitus and the Marathon Eternal. Big changes are coming for these unusual heroes including Robot Man coming to terms with his new life as a human. Because uh, yeah, Robot Man's now a human. After oh, after, that's after. kind
1: of an interesting take.
0: Uh, yeah, it happened at the end of the
1: no, oh, I do have to go back and read that. Because, no, like, I, I have, like, mixed, like, sometimes I like doing patrol stuff, and sometimes I'm not, like, a huge fan, so.
0: I, 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 like, I, I was talking before the chat, that like, I like War of Realms, and it's probably going to be, like, the most, uh, it's, like, I'm going to probably continue with it. It's probably the last, uh, the first time I've been into it, and that book says Milk Wars, and I love Milk Wars.
1: Yeah, I didn't uh, read any of the Milk Wars stuff but like I in, since you've been talking about it I know I should. All your other recommendations <laughs> I've been really enjoying. Uh the second book is
0: Collapser by Mikey Way who's the brother of Gerard Way and Sean Simon uh who also co-wrote True Lives of Fabulous Killjoy with uh, uh Gerard Way uh with Elias uh Kreisitz as the artist. Uh and this is like a completely new uh, property. Uh, Liam James, the wannabe DJ whose life goals are almost completely clashed, are dashed by his crippling anxiety until a package arrives in the mail containing a black hole that gives him amazing power to draw him into a cosmic conflict far beyond anything to ever imagined. But Liam will discover that when it comes to life, love, mental health, and superhero responsibilities, there's no such thing as a quick fix and that power comes at a cost. Uh, so yeah, like, uh, I'm, I'm pretty on board with that. And then the last book is Far Sector, which is a new Green Lantern book by N.K. Jemsen and Jamal Campbell. Uh, Jamal Campbell, people will know as current artist for Naomi. So if you really love the art for Naomi, you'll probably really like the art of this. Um, Newly chosen Green Lantern soldier Joe Mullen has been protecting the city, enduring a massive metropolis of 20 billion people for the past six months. The city has maintained peace for over 500 years by stripping its of their ability to deal. As a result, violent crimes is virtually unheard of, and murder is not existent, and all of that's about change. The new series introducing a dizzying game of politics and philosophies as Joe discovers a brewing revoli- uh, revolution, uh, revolution in the city, aided and embedded by some of most hireful
1: food. Oh, That sounds a lot like, oh my God, I'm trying to remember the movie, it's a Christian Bale movie. It was like uh, one of the first ones that Connor did for Movie Dumpster, where it's all about that.
0: Uh, Equilibrium?
1: Yes, because that whole society, they like take a drug oh, so they can't feel feelings.
0: I imagine this would have less gunfu. fu
1: It's the only movie where gunfu fu is, co- is cool. Uh,
0: I mean, The Matrix?
1: Well, technically that's not gunfu fu because that director created gun-fu. And it's only in his two movies. There is, was a
2: movie with Christian Bale where Gun Fu was like part yeah, of like the plot.
1: Yeah. yeah, that's the one we're talking about, Equilibrium. But then that director who says he created Gun Fu, Kurt Wimmer, the other movie
2: Ultraviolet.
1: Yeah. Starring the bad guy for uh Hellboy.
0: Uh Mila Jovovich, who's yes. in like all those Resident Evil movies.
1: Yep. Yeah, because he only has three directing credits and it's- one Tough Bastard, which I think is a short. Then Equilibrium and Ultraviolet, which was 12 years ago. No, 13 years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that sounds like awesome. I'm glad those books are coming back for you. Um, do we want to talk about this other one, the Marvel thing we were talking about before? Uh, Marvel's just announcing
0: two new books. Uh, a New Loki Ongoing by uh, uh, who's the, I, I just, uh, Daniel Kibblesmith, who's like a writer for... Um, when the late night shows leave are by uh Oscar uh Ba Basildua. Uh serious feature covers by the guy. Uh after, yeah, and then like basically it's like a giant spoiler for uh uh for War of Realms. So if you don't wanna uh, basically, like, know about that. Hey, there's a new Loki ongoing going on pretty soon. Which, like, I don't know, man. The bar is pretty high for Loki ongoings because Journey to Mystery was super good, and then Loki, Asian of Asgard was really great. Um, And then, though no, Loki wasn't good. But, you know, it's like, hey, there's still, like, a pedigree there, so hopefully it's great. Uh, and then the second series they announced is Punisher Kill
1: Guru, where it just looks like Punisher gonna be killing kill some cross giants. Yeah, like, or... Her- enemies from the other realms like maybe some fire giants or i think that's yeah. what they're called right uh
0: yeah and then jerry Dugan will be writing it with juan ferrera doing the art which by the way uh spoiler for war of realms uh puncher fighting marvel characters and monsters is like my favorite puncher
1: as long as he's not frankenstein it's cool
0: castle is so good. you don't oh, don't even don't even try me man i'll do de- <laughs> like that's like that's a comic i will i will totally defend on a hill for i i will i will die on that hill
1: for Franken castle uh, i like when they first did it i was like what is happening why is this happening i was like i don't mind if castle's going and like killing monsters like but why is he a frankenstein Wait, this is so weird i don't know um, I just saw this one thing which got announced today, which I don't know if either of you read, which was Batman White Knight last year. So uh, they,
0: no, but I've been meaning to.
1: It's really good. Like I was one of the people who were like, oh, Joker as the good guy. Batman as the bad guy. This is kind of goofy, but they actually it's really well written. And so yeah. they just announced they're doing a sequel book that's going to be starting this summer. Curse of the yeah. White Knight.
0: Uh, Sean Murphy's great. Uh, yes, he, he was,
1: I love the book so much.
0: He did, a. Uh, he, uh, re- wrote, drew a book I really liked it, uh, a couple years ago called Punk Rock Jesus, I think it's great. He also did, like, art for Joe the Barbarian, like a great book, but, like, Sean Murphy's, like, always one of those creators I always try and, like, kind of follow what he's doing.
1: Yeah, this will be interesting. There's obviously, like, stuff in here that I'm like, ooh, how is he going to pull this off? But after the first one, I'm like, all right. Because, like, they have, like, the fur the image of the, um, the first cover already. And when looking at it, it's that image images right there. It's like, and then with the like text word, it's like, Oh, Joker has like a recruited, a new, more savage partner. I'm looking like, is it a red hood? Like, is this like, or is it Azrael? It Like has that kind of look to it, but none of the other preview stuff really kind of shows us anything else, but I did love his designs. I do like his Batman design a lot. Like I love the like weird high collar look on his Batman. And I love, like, the way they made all the other characters look um, when they were part of the GCPD. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, like, um, was there any other news things that we wanted to hit on?
2: Uh, uh Hawkeye was announced for DC+, Plus, not DC+, Plus, uh, Disney+, Plus. I think it's about seven episodes, I think? Yeah. With cause Jeremy Rayner, yeah.
1: Because they're doing Hawkeye and a Loki show for Disney+, Plus, and then Black Widow is supposed to be filming this summer? Yeah. Man, I'm, like,
0: super glad for that Hawkeye show because it's got k Bishop in it. That's all I wanted.
1: Well, maybe we're getting her in Endgame. A lot God, of people we, tend to think about that, it, like from that one shot. So, who knows? yeah,
0: we can only dream. Uh,
1: <laughs> you say uh, that, but like, we also live in a world where we've had, well, what now, three movies with a talking raccoon and talking tree, made by Marvel.
0: Well, it's like the idea of like Kate Bishop or having Kamala Khan or like these characters like show up in a film shouldn't be as ridiculous as a talking raccoon and tree man that's true hopefully with all these old people moving out we get like some of these new characters show up
1: yeah it seems like it's been their plan for a while so we'll see that's it's so crazy that that's only a couple weeks away uh the one story
0: i wanted to talk about is uh the one bit of manga news that came out this week is that uh kodansha is finally bringing over saint young man uh which is a comic i've been like eyeing for like a while Hoping it was going to come out in the some point. Uh, it's
1: basically a slice of life comic about Buddha and Jesus uh, living as mates in modern day. Oh, that's
2: um, that, that's such a good book. <laughs> I remember reading that. It's so funny. There's a uh, there's a panel uh, when they're when they I
1: forget I forget how
2: it went. Did you just ignore
1: me? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that sounds like a really fun concept, though. Yeah, uh, i and it was like one of those things where. You, the
0: creator didn't want it to be adapted in the states for like the longest time but it looks like kodansha's like kind of like finally doing it so it's cool it's great like hopefully they do physical editions for this book because I, I would like to own the physical editions
1: awesome um i guess were there any books specifically that we want to talk about or
2: the batman uh, who laughs issue four came out today
1: yeah i have not read it i will read it and get it um uh,
0: I read War of Realms.
1: Oh, how have you liked it so far
0: uh the first the first issue is like pretty good. It's all like uh set building so if you haven't been uh basically reading Thor for like the last three four years it it basically just catches you up to date on um what what the realms are what's going on why is there a war of realms you know who's big on the asgardian side and you know the heroes of midgard and who the big villain is his forces and it's cool like it's a super big thor event with all the asgardians uh fighting uh like dark creatures from all the nine realms and also the punisher and daredevil are there Like Punisher fighting Frost Giants is the best.
1: Yeah, because it could just go off and no one's going to give a shit. And he, yeah, but, I, I just want to see him with, like, Asgardian weaponry.
0: I, I like, here's the thing, like, I, a lot, of, and I get it, people love Punisher when he's, you know, fighting, you know, crime bosses and dudes and whatever. Like, my favorite thing about the Punisher is, like, when he's, like, st- in the Marvel U. Like, one of my favorite issues of the Recommender Punisher run pre uh, Franken Castle is the issue where um, the Punisher goes to try and kill Norman Osborn and the Sentry shows up, and the entire issue is Punisher running away from the Sentry, and it's really good.
1: Yeah, it's like the Dark Reign stuff, right? Yeah. Yeah.
0: And then, based off of that, Norman gets Dokken to go kill Wolverine, or go kill uh, Punisher.
1: And then makes him Frankencastle.
0: And then makes him Frankencastle. And then, uh, later in the series, Dokken and Frankencastle get into the grossest, like, this fight I've seen in Marvel.
1: Was Dawkins still a thing, or did they get rid of him?
0: Uh, Dawkins died uh, and then came back to life through...
1: Bullshittery? Comic book bullshittery?
0: Um, I believe it was, like, with the Apocalypse Twins kind of stuff, where he had... where they had, like, the new um, uh, horseman of the Apocalypse, and Dawkins was, like, one of them, and he ended up becoming alive again, but I, I don't know if he's been showing up in books at all. I know I'm not, like, super docking
1: guy. Uh, I was just like, not a fan of his character. I just always felt like he was, like, a shitty evil version of, uh, what's his, what's her name, X-23?
0: Yeah, and he is no X-23. No,
1: she's, was it Laura? Yeah. Yeah, she's so much better. Um, yeah, like, I did read, did any, any of you read Heroes in Crisis? I think that came out last week. Or, like, a couple weeks ago.
2: I have so so many issues with Heroes in Crisis.
1: I'm kind of, like, not really a ton happened, but the kind of reveal at the end made me somewhat interested in to see what's going to happen. Yeah, it
2: was one of the reasons why I have, like, more mixed feelings about the Speed Force.
1: Yeah, like, there's definitely some, like, they're they're definitely going to do a thing at the end of this where it's, like, I feel like they're just going to reset everything i also think because they don't have the balls to keep people dead um so i i don't know like there's some chicanery happening in that last issue that i'm um, kind of piqued my interest but yeah otherwise i haven't really read a whole lot i do have a ton to catch up on i've just been like super busy so um we didn't really discuss like a question because i forgot to post it in the group was there anything you guys thought about that we could kind of have as a discussion I guess we could talk about like the hero's killing thing, but we kind of already touched on that a bit. Um, mm-hmm.
0: I don't know. It could just be a short show.
1: Yeah, I don't mind that. Alright, well, was there any books you were picking up this coming week that you wanted to talk about?
0: Uh, yeah. Uh, I picked up By Night, number 10. I picked up Wonder Twins, three. Amazing Spider-Man, number 19. Uh, I also picked up Faithless, number one. Um, grab it here. Uh, it's like a dark erotic comic from boom studios by brian azarello and maria Lavette. uh hmm. and there was supposed to be like a really cool like it's it's like in a plastic bag with a with a black thing over it it says okay. erotic erotic cover by tula lottie who tula lottie is really good she you know did some issues of what is like it called Batman. faithless it's called faithless
1: yeah the thing i'm looking at they actually like have it like blocked out yeah so i'm gonna have to google this cover
0: the way you make love is the way God will be with you. Is what's in the book? <laughs> <laughs> An erotic depiction of faith, sex, and the devil in the tradition of the Divine Comedy. So, <clears throat> I'll, I'll I'll check that I'll check that out.
1: Uh, yeah, I have a couple things coming out. Like Ryan said, the Batman Who Laughs. The only other book that's like that dropped this week that I'm really into is um, Detective One Thousand One. Because I'm interested to see how what they deal with the um, Arkham Knight stuff. Your favorite character, John? What was that? Uh, issue 1001 of Detective.
0: Oh, with the Arkham Knight?
1: Yeah. Oh, I just yeah. want to see how they play that out. Because 1000 was kind of like a, you know, it's like a special...
0: I mean, to be honest, it's just how they did action comics. Where, like, yeah. you know, the entire book was a celebration with all these different creators who worked on the book. And then the last, like, five pages is like, Ronald Zarr...
1: Is this the other actually, cover? Because if it is, like, well, that's, I don't understand why I had to, that's in the black.
0: Oh uh, no, that's not the that's not the one. That's like uh, the regular uh, cover. Oh, uh, Okay. Uh, I'll pull it out of the bag and I'll probably post it in the in the chat at some point. Uh, his name's not Ronald, right? Who the the guy who actually destroyed Krypton? His name's not Ronald, right? Ronald. <laughs> I think it's Ron
1: L. <laughs> I don't know. I have not been reading the uh, Superman books like at all. So, hey,
2: Ron McDonald killed your planet. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I think it, I think it's pronounced like Ron L. Like how they have uh, what is his name H- L? Like the, yeah. that that knockoff. Yeah, but
1: is- uh, oh, I think I found. I'm like now. I'm like obsessed with finding the cover image. Is it this?
0: Uh, I don't think so. But that's a cool cover.
1: I don't even know what this is. I just searched, like, okay, Faithless I, number one.
0: Okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna open up this cover.
1: I need to know what's in the black bag. What's in the bag? Yeah.
0: I mean, I looked at, like, Everod comics all day today, so it's not like I'll see anything super mind-blowing.
1: Oh, I know. And there's nothing that Americans can do that the Japanese haven't done and done with tentacles. Oh, my God.
0: I, I happen to read one for work night. Right uh, now. Oh, War wow. the realms,
2: Uh War of the Realms Journey into the Mystery issue one came out today as well.
0: Oh yeah, the McElroy book.
2: Yeah, it was, it was actually like pretty good. It's more of a there's like some big spoilers in there for like War of the World, like, the actual like, main story, but I can't really get into that. But uh, it has some interesting uh team composition building in that in the book, but uh, okay. right. I want to get too much into that.
0: Okay, children, uh, get ready to shield your eyes if you don't want to see this. It's actually like like, not bad art. Did, it, did, I not press, did I not press something?
1: No, I don't, I updated. I don't see anything. Oh, there we go. Oh, interesting. The artwork's good. Yeah, yeah, well, it definitely deserves to be in a black bag. Whenever you can see a butthole. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: Uh, yeah, the interior, it's like pretty cool, too.
1: Hmm. I wonder if my local comic shop would even sell that
0: uh i mean it's a boom studio book so it's not, so yeah, it's, it's, next it's time i go
1: in to... i'll take a look and see if they have it
0: you're like hey i yeah, very
2: excited over there lou yeah no.
0: like do you do you got like
1: hey do,
2: do you got <laughs> you got it you got the black bag
1: It's <laughs> so next to all the archie comics
2: yeah In the kids <laughs> section by accident
1: no i keep they, what's funny is the place i go to there the kids section is like in the counter like it's in the glass counter like it's not on the walls for anybody to touch you have to like ask for kid books 'Cause like I guess like no kids go in there to shop. It's just all like thirty year old adults. They're, well, actually I'm like the youngest person I've seen in there. Um, all right. Was there anything anybody else wanted like really talking about?
2: Uh, Game of Thrones is like three days away, that's about it. Okay. There's nothing else that yeah, new at Sunday. the moment.
1: Yeah. Oh, and Lucifer, they dropped their, like, teaser trailer. I saw you post that, and that's coming out in May, for the first... uh, Yeah, the
2: 8th. It's actually very soon.
1: Yeah, it's uh, the... Season 4 was the first season on Netflix, so they... Yeah, so I think... Yeah, they said it's gonna be darker and, like, a lot more leeway to do stuff, because they're not on, like, regular TV anymore. Yeah, which
2: is how it should be. It's Lucifer, which I'm actually excited for, because... They can't really do a lot of their storylines or, like, show a lot of content because it was on cable television, yeah. which is Netflix. Netflix doesn't care. As long as it's, like, brings in the viewers, they, they they don't care what goes on.
1: Yeah, I I still really dug the first three seasons of Lucifer. I really like the yeah. character. Like, everybody in it was cool. There was a bunch of people, like, that are have been in, like, a ton of other geeky shows. Like, the one guy was Brother Blood and Arrow. Um, and then the one woman was she was in powers she was on battlestar galactica she's been in a million things oh
0: man powers is so bad
1: yeah Uh, we could spend a whole episode talking about powers i think the first season isn't that bad because of eddie izzard like i like what he did i just didn't like all the changes that they did i didn't think that they served anything no especially i think that the character that they did the worst damage to is the sidekick well she's not a sidekick um uh, the, the, the partner you know? yeah. yeah like they just like completely made her like a worthless character and made her nothing because they kind of combined her with that other character who's like not who's like barely in the books before like the book basically stopped coming out
0: uh, yeah and i don't know man it is it, like also like the stuff they did with crispin and just making him like a crooked cop i was just like i don't like i don't understand who this is for like it's it, like for me who likes the things you know likes the comics it's like i didn't like it but like it's funny because i'm part of like a facebook group with a bunch of people who just like they'll go to conventions just to get like whatever signed by like whatever movie star and it's just every show to them is just like they're like people in that group who are just excited for the last season of gotham and i'm like i don't i don't understand it's just, like, whatever is just media consumption, like, anything that's pop culture, they'll just, like, consume. And I'm like,
1: uh. Yeah, there's so many shows, like, that are good that are out there that I am fighting to find time for. Because, like, I think The Tick, the second half of the first, the second half of season one came out on Amazon. It and I really enjoyed that. Because um, it's a complete satire. like, they did a good job of making a complete satire in comic books, which is what the original comic book was. And it had, what's his name, as, like, the villain um, that played Warshak in the movie and oh my god why can't I think of his name right now like terrible names tonight
2: I never remember names but he was also Freddy Krueger in the remake
1: yeah, and he's in the first season of um, Jackie Earl Haley that's what I was thinking of and he's awesome in the show because he plays like the super bad guy like the super evil person um, the terror, so he's just like in a ton of makeup, and then they do like a whole scene, which is really funny from like the what was that movie the, the with the drummer like the jazz drumming thing that what's his whiplash. name yeah, they did like a whole whiplash thing,
0: yeah, that's great by the way,
1: yeah, well, it has like an amazing actor in it, and then that other kid
0: like whiplash like just like built my anxiety in a way that like most horror movies don't.
1: Uh, I have not seen it. Like, I'm really bad at seeing, like, movies recently, unless it's, like, a comic book movie. Like, I just don't have, like, super time. Oh,
0: is- oh, oh, uh, I forgot. Uh, So this week is Record Store Day, which, uh, normally, it's, like, whatever. But they have, like, two comic book themed things. They have a special uh limited press for the Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, uh, uh, soundtrack on vinyl that I'm, like, really hoping I can find. Uh, and then I am eight bit is doing a special limited edition 980 uh, or 950 pressed seven inch vinyl for tmt and uh, Pizza Power, hmm. which uh, is. Uh, the first released on tape in 1990 as part of the Coming Out of Their Shells tour, it then made its arcade debut, quote-unquote, on the Turtles in Time arcade machine. So if you, oh, like, go up to game. so if you go to the Turtles in Time machine, and it's like, they're like, they're coming out of their shells, da da da, da, da piece of power. It's like, like, that song is, like, on this vinyl, and I'm gonna, like, by hook or by crook, I'm gonna get this album.
1: Wow, that sounds... I forgot about that game as I I was, like, a huge turtle fan growing up. So I loved all that stuff, and I remember that game being in the uh, the roller rank in New Jersey, where people would always have their birthday parties and stuff. Because I don't think it ever came out on yeah, any like I'm- console or anything.
0: Uh, But yeah, if you just like look up uh, Record Store Day list, uh, you should be able to find like a bunch of stuff like they're doing a limited new press for uh, soundtracks for Office Space, Ghost World, The Pro. Uh, They're uh, reissuing some stuff that hasn't been reissued in a really long time. Um, I'm also going to be picking up uh, one of the new Death Grips albums that hasn't been put on vinyl before. So, oh, like the Anton Dodson song, I guess, is going to be on vinyl. Is that something you can pick up on Record Store Day? Yeah, Yeah, they have a bunch of stuff. Uh, the problem is, is like they don't really tell you how much any of it is, so it's like you basically just show up the day of and just figure out like what your spending budget is for the day while you're going through line.
1: Yeah, that sucks. All right, but um, I don't know. Is there anything else anybody wants to talk about before we jump on the plugs?
2: Mm
1: -hmm. All right uh ryan do you have anything to plug <laughs> not really it's just me all right well you can see ryan and all his posts on the <laughs> phantom zone so check out the <laughs> facebook group and then john
0: uh you can find me on john j-o-h-n underscore fn underscore Tyler uh s-e-i-l-e-r um uh, where you can see me like talk about like either books we're releasing uh or uh Stuff I'll pick up for record store day or, you know, whatever I'm doing on my birthday this weekend, which is probably going to be a whole lot. Nothing.
1: Oh, well, preemptive happy birthday. Oh, thanks. How are you going to be 34 or 33?
0: Me? I'm yes. I'm going to turn 30. hmm? like, li- I, 33. I like okay. literally, I woke up like Monday morning um and i looked myself in the mirror and you know it's like sometimes you just see yourself in the worst light i i probably saw myself on my death day and i was like (laughs) i was was just like oh my god this is what i've become it's i I was like i'm like i i'm like i'm just gonna go back to bed
1: (laughs) i totally get that all right um i interrupted was there anything else
0: uh no pretty much is that that's it
1: all right. Well, either of you could have mentioned that we also did a podcast this week for Legion of Tunes where we watched undergrads.
0: Well, I mean, we gotta give you something to talk about.
1: I have too many podcasts to talk about. But um <laughs> our next pick was Ryan's pick, and what was the show we were watching? Welcome to Eltingville. Yeah. So that will be hopefully in two weeks if we can just try to stick on a schedule for once.
0: I uh, mean, Eltingville is only like a half an hour long, so it's <laughs> like it's not like there's a huge lot of stuff to watch for it.
1: Yeah, I know. Um, i
0: also i also like if if people want to read it i also post it up in the chat and people who are listening to this could also check it out uh there's like a really good comic that came out uh a little bit like a time after eltingville club that's like within the same vein called uh gun show the anime club that's done by casey james a lot of people know casey james is the guy who wrote he drew that comic of the dog in the room with fire and he's like it's fine uh, oh, okay. he, he, he basically did a comic about four elementary school kids who are just or m- middle school kids I think who are just like huge anime fans and it's basically just an anime fan version of Eltonville Club
1: alright and then on Tuesdays me and Alan do Smallville Chronicles which we have to get you on at some point Ryan uh, maybe you'll, you'll be on for the season 3-4 like special episode John was on the last one and we are coming to the end of Season 3, like, real soon. I think we only have, like, a couple more episodes left. And then... How, is, the other... Clark
0: Kent, how is Clark Kent going to address the, his friend being part of a cult? Is that oh. her?
1: Journey? Well, she's been part of it for a while. She just recently pled guilty. She's actually yeah, introduced the to it. She was introduced to it by <laughs> a, fellow, like a slavery fellow, charge. fellow co-star, Kristen Kirk. That's how she actually got in. But then Kirk kind of, like, didn't go to the next level. Superman
0: had all the power to stop it, and he couldn't.
2: Yeah. It was funny cuz there was a post that there like Tom Welling was like willing to bring back Smallville for like a special and I was like she just lost her chance.
1: Yeah. Well, almost everybody from the show except for like two people have done like the CW stuff, except for yeah. him and Rosenbaum of like any sort of importance. Cuz like the woman who played uh Lois Lane has been on Supergirl. The woman who played Supergirl has been on she was on season 1 of Supergirl. Um yeah, anybody that like wouldn't that's not dead or is like too busy because like lionel luther was in shazam
2: i would like rosenbaum to show up that'd be sweet like in any cw show just like give him like a villain character
1: yeah like that would be awesome i still haven't not watched an episode of the supergirl with their lex Luthor yet which i have to do
2: Uh, he actually looks like pretty good from like the trailers i've been like holding off on i have like so much to catch up on but like he actually looks like menacing especially from like two and a half men mm-hmm. he had that character and that persona but like it look he looks menacing yeah
1: so we got that and um that pretty much wraps it up so we will catch you guys next week adios later see
0: ya
2: welcome to the phantom zone I'm